the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. You can find our podcasts at FiringLineRadio.com or our YouTube channel where we're trying around uh, some of the stuff here or playing with our cameras here in the studio. Uh, if you're watching online uh, on YouTube or just sitting there listening, if you want to know who's on today, well, let me tell you. I have Madison Jones. Madison Jones is here. She's with the Lions Club of Lucerne Valley. Yes. And you guys have a very special treat for us. We do. We're just going to hang on to right now. But there's something great that the Lions Club, for a service club that's involved in, I think is fantastic. And then, of course, to my right here, I have Jason Mayashiro, who's been on the show several times. Um, are you world champion yet? No. <laughs> I'm working on it. Uh, working Jason Mayashiro is the, the galactic champion of IDPA. Um, that's one of the titles I, w- I gave you. Western Galactic. Western Galactic. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Uh, IDPA champion. Now, Jason, has it been four years since you started this? Um, this will be my third year. Yeah, actually, third year. I, this Saturday will be the end of my third year. Yeah, zero to hero in three years, winning winning amazing contests. Uh, I actually ran into him for the first time at an IDPA shoot, which I think I've done a total of three times in my life. And they've been great. No. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, he was good then, and he was very focused, very concentrated, but the gentleman puts in the time. He had a goal to be a, well, the Western Regional Champion. And three years later, he's carrying that belt buckle around. Oh, thank you, Phil. And so it's awesome. And he, he what's your uh, Instagram? Uh, J-M-I-Y-A-2-3. Yeah, sorry. Just J-M-I-Y-A-2-3. J-M-I-Y-A-2-3. And that's because of, of Michael Jordan, 23? Yeah, I get, I get called out for that a lot. <laughs> Well, you're a big basketball fan. I am. I'm a huge basketball fan. Huge basketball fan. Okay. Well, uh, Madison, tell them, tell the audience here the first time you and I met. We met in the Redlands at a gun buyback. So we had our, our wonderful city of Redlands decided to take money from uh, Mayor Bloomberg, and they bought Stater Brothers gift cards. And we found out about it. So we, we had David Ives. He's an FFL. Uh, Brian Keenan was involved there. I think that's yes. how I met you. Friend, yeah. And you were doing some work with... Uh, bail bonds. Bail bonds companies. So we decided that why is this city giving out money for guns when we have criminals on the street? So we created our own cash for criminals program. And so we, she came out with a, a list of people that had wanted lists... We stood at the front of the line as people came in to try and turn in their guns and say, hey, we're actually giving cash for criminals. Do you know any of these people? 
And so, oh, that's excellent. <laughs> that's a great way to meet. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't meet that way. <laughs> so we had giant signs on the trucks, you know, cash for criminals. And um, the other thing that was kind of nice about that is because David had his FFL, and we stood at the front of the line, and we simply asked a simple question: "Are you here for the gun buyback?" And people said yes. And I just asked them, "Would you like me to take a look at what you have?" And they said yes. So I opened up the trunk and I'd look and say, geez, that's a Jennings 25. It's a Raven. That's junk. Go ahead. Pull straight in. Or if they had something nice, I'd come back and say, hey, um, if you would like to have cash for that Winchester 1500 that still has the sales tag in the <laughs> Literally. XTR. It's, I still have it with the sales tag. If you'd rather have, I haven't shot it yet. If you'd rather have cash for that firearm or if you want to go straight ahead, the police officer will give you a little... Uh, gift card or if you want cash come see this gentleman over here who has an FFL signs them all in does all the stuff there um, we bought 16 guns that day wow that's it great it was awesome yeah yeah Very so cool. and, and you know I think uh, David got a Colt Trooper right it's a really really nice gun um, I got a couple of World War II weapons and anyways it's pretty interesting so that was our, our involvement and then yeah. Facebook back and forth a few oh, times that's smart yeah. that is very smart kept in touch wow but it was Same fun so tell me about the Lions Club now so the Lions Club is, of course, an international foundation uh, that raises money for various organizations that we donate to, um, Cure for Cancer, City of Hope. We do Canine Companions for Independence, a lot of sight and hearing organizations, um, and, of course, a lot of local organizations as well, uh, packing, pancake breakfasts and um, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, things like that we raise money for. Um, and our club has a gun range on site, and that's how we raise our money. See, that's every service club should have its own private gun range. We sh they should. I would love one. <laughs> you have a service club that has their very own shooting range. Yes. And what kind of a range is it? So we have rifle, pistol, and shotgun with trap. Okay. And then do you have to be a Lions member to shoot there? You do not. We have open shoots on Tuesday nights and Saturdays. Okay, so Tuesday night, is that trap shooting? We have trap, pistol, and rifle. So it's a lit, a lit range. It is. We do have lighting. What time does it close? It closes about 8 o'clock. Well, that's not bad at all. No. So tell me about the wait lines. You know, if you go to some of these places and they, there's cars backed up all over the place. You can get on, right? You can get on. Sometimes there's a wait for a trap, but you rotate through and it works out really good. So you get a break, you shoot 25, you get a break, and then you shoot again. Tell us about your pistol range. Pistol range is uh, individual bays. We have a long bay, um, and it works out great. There's uh, RSOs on site to help. If you don't know what you're doing, they can assist you. So a brand new person can get their own bay? Uh, their own lot, lane, I'm sorry. Lane, lane. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's a, it's a wide open outdoor range. Correct. For pistols. Perfect. And then the yardages are? Uh, up to 100 on the pistol, I believe. So Jason, that's where you usually shoot, about 100 yards, Yeah, right? that's right. That's where I zero in. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe I've 200. Become, I've become such a jerk since... The last time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. So yeah, so two hundred yards on rifle, which is which is important because yeah. it's it's hard to find a lot of two hundred yard ranges. Matter of fact, uh, Inland Valley, which shut down maybe 10, 15 years ago now, uh, they had a two hundred yard range, which was nice because they were three miles from my house. Um, West End Gun Club has longer than that, but it's very strange hours. Like right. you have to either get there at six in the morning or oh no, yeah. So that's no good. Um, I don't think they go two hundred yards at, at Lytle. 
like at one range, you can get 200 yards of Burrow Canyon. But again, for the Inland Empire, that's a two-hour drive. Right, right. You might as well go up to Hodge Road or something. Right. We're so, closer. Much closer. <laughs> and the fact that you have public shooting is really nice. Yes, and it's safe. It's very safe. We have RSOs on site that work every range to make sure everybody is being safe. So what about steel targets? We do have steel targets on site. Okay. So we can you can hammer on those. And then as a public member, can you rent a bay? Do they have that available? As a public member, as a public person coming in, you can't. You can only come to the public shooting okay. days. But if you are a member, then you do get full access to the range. And so you have your own private bays. Like at West End, we have that where you can go back, set your own stuff up. And- Correct. Yes. Yeah. We have a cowboy town. Uh, it has individual bays as well. It's kind of cool. It's like old Western style. Um, they do the Civil War reenactments and things like that. Um, SAS shooting. So it, it's a fun, fun place to go. Um, what about uh, something like IDPA? Or we don't have any IDPA there yet. Um, Sorry, Jason. we'd love to talk to you. I'm sure. Oh, I'd, <laughs> I'd love to talk to you about it. Great, because yeah, the cowboy <laughs> setting sounds pretty fun. It is. It's really mm-hmm. neat. Yeah. You'd, you'd be sitting there trying to rack your slide on your single revolver action. on my yeah. revolver. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one coming. <laughs> this one's broke. <laughs> this is metal. <laughs> right um but you do have some other kind of of competitive shooting we do we have our own um actually it's this sunday it's the third sunday of every month it's called action pistol okay and there is a website actionpistolhd.com that they can go to you have to sign up by thursday night before the event so today is the last day to sign up uh for this month but december will be it open okay um and it's about four to six different scenarios you go through and you do shoot from draw and um it is timed it's it can be competitive if, if you want it to be, or you can go through at your own pace and shoot hundreds of rounds and hit every target. So, so on, on something like that, is it from concealment or is it just from... Just from, from holster. Not, not, okay. Yeah, not necessarily concealment. All right. Do you have like three gun? We don't have there? a three gun right now, okay. um, but I think that's something that we're looking at. And so the public can come up for these shoots also. These are on a Sunday? These are Sundays. Yeah. The third Sunday of every month. Very good. And so you guys raise your funds through through the gun range, which yeah. I think is the proper way. I don't know why Rotary doesn't do this, Kiwanis, all these guys. They should all have <laughs> private gun ranges, don't you yeah, think? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It'd be awesome if they did. And, and close to our house. <laughs> yes. So that, that that's pretty awesome that you can get another place to go. How do they get there? So if you uh, come up the 15 freeway, like mm-hmm. you're going to Vegas, and you'll exit on Highway 18, head east into Lucerne Valley, and we're right there off of Rabbit Springs Road. All right. So how far off the freeway is that? I'm going to say about 10 to 12 miles. All right. So 15 minutes. Yeah, it's not far. Uh, 10 minutes away Jason drives. Yeah, me too. How far is that from Core City? (laughs) (laughs) Depends on the traffic. You you ain't from around here. I'm sure not. I saw a Sears when I came out here. That's when I knew I wasn't in Core City. (laughs) You're not in the city anymore. You'll be seeing those much longer. That's that's, that's for true. sure. Yeah. Hey, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Um, do you have a website with the Lions group out there? We do. It's Lucerne. It's uh, www.lvlionsclub.com. lvlionsclub.com. And the Action Pistol was Action HD? ActionPistolHD.com. ActionPistolHD.com. Check them out. Um, it's pretty inexpensive to shoot there, right? It is. Action Pistols, only $35. And if you're going to shoot on a Tuesday night, it's $6 per round for trap. And it's $8 for open shoot on pistol and rifle. 
That's very inexpensive. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for doing that, guys. Okay, folks, we'll be right back after this. FiringLineRadio.com. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman, and you know that Thanksgiving's coming up. So what's Thanksgiving? Well, not only is it a great day to be thankful for founding this country, actually, well for the pilgrims landing here and so forth. But it's also one of the biggest shopping days of the world, right? And so if you're going to be partaking in any kind of Black Friday activities, I think you ought to head on down to Bullseye Sports. Now, Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo is going to have a huge week-long Black Friday sale. That's November 23rd through the 30th. Doors open Friday at 9 a.m. with break-down-the-door buster prices and all throughout the store. So see all the money savings at Black Friday deals at bullseyesport.com. There's too many to list here, right? There's just nice. too many. Just bring your checkbook, a couple of visas, and a stack of cash and head on down there. So that's bullseyesport.com. Don't miss the Black Friday sale November 23rd through the 30th at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, corner of Brockton and Central, bullseyesport.com. Check them out online. Get the list of sales. Get there early because... Stuff disappears. You got to get there early. Like, um, I think you should camp out a week before that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm there. (laughs) I'm not that early. (laughs) I know. It's like, you know, our time's worth something. I don't know if the sleeping overnight thing, but get there early for this stuff. Yeah. Hey, folks, uh, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Now, um, we just talked with Madison Jones. Madison Jones, a longtime friend of the show, uh, been involved in our gun buyback, and we were crazy enough to go try that. (laughs) 
She's involved with the Lions Club now. We're talking about their private range, how you can have access to it. It's a great thing. And you're raising money for some great events. You know, uh, I Care, yes. I think, is big for you guys and Very so big. forth. Yes, and we need members. We need the members to help come out, raise the funds to be able to do all this and continue to carry on the range. Exactly. If so. you're, you're going to join a service club, you still get the pancake breakfast and you get to shoot. Exactly. What's better than that? I don't, I don't think And you get it. to help people. Well, you get to shoot. <laughs> and we have our priorities on this show. You're the charitable ones here. Uh, so, so sitting over here to my right here, also I have Jason Mayashiro. Jason has been on the show several times. Uh, IDPA, uh, Western Galactic Regional Champion <laughs> Supreme uh, Shogun. That's, yeah, I was going to tell you about the Shogun part. I just got that. That was awesome. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered. How could I forget that? Uh, Jason, tell us a little bit about how you got started and what, you, what your goals are and what you've been doing recently. Wow. So three years ago, I remember just going to LAX Firing Range, and uh, there was a Glock tournament, GSSF tournament, just a bullseye tournament, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 yards, and best score at the end of the day. And I just remember hearing about it, practicing and uh, while I was practicing, this guy comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder and asks me what I'm doing or where I'm shooting, and I really had no answer. And that was uh, my venture. When he said, yeah. "When he said, where are you shooting?" Is he like, "I said downrange. You're, you're hitting my target. Where do you <laughs> oh, no. think you're shooting?" Right, right, right. Um, yeah, you know. So this was my eventual coach, Masaki Tanigawa, and uh, we maybe about a month later we uh, hung out for our first class. I took four classes from him. And uh, he asked me, you know, I think you should start doing some, think about competition. So he threw a couple of things at me and, you know, I just sort of didn't really know where I was going. And by the end of that year, I was uh, shooting IDPA. My first match came in fourth and my second match, I came in first and I just kind of got hooked since then. And yeah, so it's been, it's a good place to start. It was winning. (laughs) I just, um, it it was inspiring. And um, that's when I was 40. So when I turned 40, I just wanted to do something new and, uh, my first year goal after that was to make master. And I remember Masaki looked at me, he's like, you know, that's like a five or six season kind of thing. Don't, you know, he would never want to set me up for failure. And uh, he always really, you know, um, got to the point with me. And uh, it was my, it was a very serious goal of mine. And on the third anniversary of my father's passing, I made master. And that was an emotional day. And I wrote about it. And uh, I remember that. Yeah. I think that's how we kind of got together. Right. I think you, I sent that to you. And yeah, um, yeah, it was, it's been emotional ever since. Um, you know, just I know he's got the greatest seat in the world watching me shoot now, and it's it's a lot of fun. And uh, I wanted to, you know, just take it to another level. Um, and the following year, I was lucky, or this year actually, I was lucky enough to uh, win the SoCal Regional, um, placed twenty fourth in the nation, and then um, you know, division champ and ESP first master at the Western, which was like, it's everything I wanted. And it all happened this year, and I'm just so I'm in this very reflective thankful mode i'm thankful to you to people who've just been there to you know, the, i had the, nothing to do with it man but i'm every, just a fan but phil every little conversation we've had you know really pushed me and gave me the strength and resolve to stay on that range and to um you know when you're shooting all day it's fun it's exciting but it gets tiring it gets hot and you start it, to lose it and yeah. it's the commitment every single match yeah. every single saturday yeah. afternoons and that's that's the thing that i think people need to take away about a guy who shows up from nowhere and becomes a champ yeah i'm sure there's natural talent there's great eyesight there's there's some of those things but your commitment level and i think this carries over into different parts of your life obviously it does different parts of your life your personal trainer do acting stuff like that but but everything you have to have has to have a time and a focus right so you're, you're training somebody with personal 
physical fitness. Absolutely. There's a discipline. Hey, those of you at home, I'm not one of his clients, okay? Don't, don't blame <laughs> oh, him for this. <laughs> so, <laughs> What a humble guy. <laughs> this isn't his fault. So, um, you know, but, but everything you do, like you're training with, with a personal trainer, hey, there's a reason you've got them doing X, Y, and Z. Right, you're looking for specific things, and you took that attitude and that focus and turned it into the shooting world. Well, yeah, you know, with private training, it really boils down to discipline, consistency, and maintenance. Right? And um, yeah, diet plans. Yeah, lost <laughs> those, uh, I just like to use those big words; it makes me look really good. Yeah, and uh, so with with shooting, um, you know, this all came from playing basketball at a very young age. You know, and my dad, who was my absolute hero, and his patience, and and you know, he never taught me lessons by pointing fingers at me. He just sort of lived his life. And I knew that that was the example I wanted to to, to follow. And uh, I, I pour a lot of that into shooting, um, a lot of lonely hours of dry fire. You know, so you see these plaques on the wall, but what we forget is that, you know, I come home at 8 o'clock, I eat dinner, kiss the girls goodnight, put them to bed, and then go into the garage and dry fire for 30 to 40 minutes, shower up, get to bed, wake up at 5 a.m. You know, it's just this endless cycle. And, um, yeah, it's, it's nice to see all these great, you know, accomplishments, but there was so much that went behind it. And right. A lot of doubt at certain points. And, and I prefer just to win mine straight out of luck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would love to hear your story on that one because <laughs> then I can actually get some sleep. <laughs> well, it hasn't happened yet. I just yeah. said I would prefer. <laughs> okay. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> but it is the dedication, and that's how you become a champion. And one of the other things um, – so one of my, my downfalls, besides lack of discipline, severely, <laughs> one of my downfalls is I like to do a lot of different things. So this week, I got invited out from some, some group of people to go shoot trap. And I don't shoot trap. Actually, they said we were going skeet. So I grabbed my, my field gun, my sporting clays gun. And then we we're on the trap range. It's like, there's a difference. There's a difference between the way your eye lines up for one gun mm -hmm. versus another. Yeah. You know, And so there's a difference on that. I'm like, oh, I'm behind the curve already. And, and it just... I'm not a good trap shooter. I, you know, last week we shot sporting clays at the USO Open. I did fine. You know, I was, I think I got a 35 out of 50, which I'm okay with that. <laughs> a 40 out of 50, I'd be ecstatic, right? I know you, you're shooting 53 out of 50. I get it, <laughs> but, but let, me, let me help you with your math later. Man's got to know his limitations, <laughs> right? So anyway, but 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 if you shoot trap all the time. You're really good at trap. If you've made the dedication, like there's guys that are every week, or, you know, a couple times a week, they're on the trap range or they're on the skeet range or they're on the sporting clays range. But it's hard to be at that level of shooter there and that level on IDPA and that level on PRS. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so you become the jack of all trades, master of nuns. Now, that's my excuse. I have it on tape now. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the jack of all trades, yeah. master mm -hmm. of none. But, but you decided to focus on the IDPA and the pistol. So one of the things you brought here is one of your training tools. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, yes, I brought some airsoft uh Oh, my airsoft gun that I actually purchased in Japan. It's a replica of the Glock 34 that well, I used. How'd you get that on the airplane coming back from Japan? And that um, so out. anyway, so I got this Glock 34 from Japan. <laughs> it's classic. I, I basically um, hid it in my um, my carry-on. Oh, not my carry-on. No, sorry, not my, my check-in. And they just didn't go through it. Just hoping you wouldn't have an issue. You know, they didn't go through it. And I, had, I did have to paint it. Um, or there, there's some, yeah, some orange stuff on there. And uh, yeah, it's a great tool. It's not perfect, but it does give you some feedback. Um, that was suggested um, by uh, a friend of mine, Shin Tanaka, who's a USPSA Grandmaster. And, you know, it's brilliant. Um, it's just a lot of mess to clean up. 
there's a lot of stuff in the backyard that, uh, you know, so I'll go through phases where I'll, you know, just see if I can get my vision down, vision and, and feedback. Hmm. It's great. So with the Airsoft Gun, now this is, um, tell us about, about the magazine. Oh, so the magazine's a gas blowback. So the weight is basically in the magazine. So, uh, and you know, this, this Glock doesn't quite fit in my holster. Oh. Um, so it's just not quite one-to-one. They did have to change a couple of things up. But look, I mean, it's pretty legit. They have like a serial number and, you know, it's it looks pretty good. And it, it feels great when you're shooting it. And uh, I don't feel like there's a massive difference when I transition back to my live firearm. So they weighted it because the gun itself is plastic, uh, aluminum slide. But they yeah. weighted it uh, basically with the magazine. So it is a little bit different. But that, that's an interesting way to go. And then, of course, you're always sweeping the backyard, taking all the pellets out. <laughs> there's that too. Yeah. Have you have you yeah. just buy the pellets that are dirt colored? We talked about no, I that, you know what that's because <laughs> we said that biodegradable last time. You're right. I just should just get brown pellets. There you go. That's smart. A <laughs> couple of couple centuries here, a couple centuries there. You're Folks, ahead of your time. Philip <laughs> Naiman, Firing Line Radio. I am the environmentalist. Philip <laughs> Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot, or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills. No matter what your experience level is with 21,000 square feet of indoor range space 35 shooting lanes and an electronic target retrieval system it means no line breaks and more trigger time the friendly people at riverside indoor shooting range can answer all your questions about firearms training self-defense training firearm rentals gunsmithing archery and more and for the ladies the riverside chapter of the well-armed woman meets there the second tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Now, we're talking about pistols here, and I think probably there's probably a giant sigh of relief for my listeners because I talk about rifles so much. Like, oh, he finally figured it out. There's something else in life. Yeah, I know. I hear it. I get it. I'm sorry. It's a passion. Um, But I'm here with Jason Mayashiro and Madison Jones. And Madison, you just said something at the break here uh, that you just went out and did a a Glock shoot. Yes. And so tell us about that. Uh, That was earlier this year, the GSSF shoot uh, up in Borough Canyon in Azusa. Mm-hmm. And that's it's a lot of fun. It's great practice. And... I, I believe they have one tomorrow. Uh, yes, Sunday. Uh, Sunday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're having one. Have one tomorrow uh, at uh, Burrow Canyon. So check that out, folks. I have a posting of it on our Firing Line Radio Show group. By the way, yes, Firing, uh, Facebook. Have you heard of those guys? Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the communists that run everything. So <clears throat> one of the things that they've done is they have killed our algorithm. Mm-hmm. So you, uh-huh. we put postings up, people never see. You know, it's terrible. So we actually started a group. So if you folks, if you're on Facebook, go to Firing Line Radio Show. There's a little blue button right there that says visit group. Click on it. Join it. I'll put you in. Then that's where all the postings are. It's where the giveaways are. That's where you get to win cutting edge bullets. That's where you get to win swag. Um, Maybe a nice shirt 
hats, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, matter of fact, when we have a certain membership level, I've got an SKB AR-15 case still they want to give away. Nice. It's, it's sitting in my garage. Come on. <laughs> we, you know, we've got thousands of people on one side, but we need them to join the group so they can get involved. And, and there's a lot of good information. We had a lot of stuff on there for the election. So join the group on Facebook and also Instagram. We do a lot of stuff on there, too. Yeah, I think I'm in that group. You are on yep. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I believe I am, too. Well, join the Facebook group because that's where the giveaways yeah, are. I am in that Facebook group as well. <laughs> All right, folks. So <clears throat> we're talking about uh, different kinds of practice, and that's what it comes down to. If you have a CCW or if you just own a firearm for protection, we always say get training. Okay? Yes. Get some training. Okay, great. Um, this is the airsoft gun, right? This is the pointy end, right? Point in goes down towards bad guys and all those other things, yes, right? <laughs> so that's your basic training is your safety level, your competency. But then what's nice about these competitions, they're a competition for guys like Jason. They're uh, let's hang out and, and uh, make jokes for guys like me, okay? So we're in the, <laughs> I, I'm the student in the back of the class, sitting by the door, leaning out, out the door, right? So, but it's a, it's a social event also. It's not just... A, a knockdown drag out fight as far as competition is concerned. Right. But so my point is get your basic training, then take a look at some of these things that are going on. The, the GSSF are, are great for that because it's less movement with the firearm. Yes. And do you even draw from, do you draw from that or you start with your handheld? I believe it was start with your handheld. Handheld. That's yeah. what I thought too. So there's, there's less things to do there. To do there. So yeah. that'd be probably a better one to start with if you really want to think about it as opposed to drawing from concealment with yes. CCW stuff. And anyway, we also have NRA classes at Lucerne Valley Alliance Club for the beginners or to get a little awesome. more education. Another reason to head on out there. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's LV Lions Club. Yes. Lucerne Valley Lions Club. So these competitions or training sessions, I think, help you go to the next level. Because if there is a bad guy that you ever have to deal with, going to the range and shooting at, uh, you know, Shooting a bowling pins at 25 yards, that's fun. But it's not the same as having a pressure situation. And, you know, just like, what's a competition? Competition is two guys shooting next to each other, right? That's, yeah. that's a competition, yeah. right? <laughs> it may not be official, but you're looking, they're looking, right? So that always happens. But when you add just the stress of a timer or 12 people watching behind you, just those two little things, all of a sudden... It, you see people make stupid mistakes. I make stupid mistakes. Yeah. You can see me make stupid mistakes. But but how do you, you know, how did that help you in your training? You know, I'm so glad you asked me that that way and I have to sort of impose my will on you and just sort of comment because a lot of it is mindset. Yeah. And um, I promised a friend I would tell the story that uh, it's about really vivid rehearsal in your mind and knowing exactly what you're going to do and retraining your default responses. Right. And uh, after three years of competition, there is no question I have no problem firing on somebody who is going to be threatening my family. Mm -hmm. If you ever had a question of, I don't know if I can, you know, point at somebody who's coming at me, man, after three years, I, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Um, at Nationals, there was a stage where, just to kind of give you guys a, a sense of my mindset, at Nationals, there was a stage where I look at the movement, I look at all the barriers, I look at the non threats, I look at the moving targets. And at the last moment, what I do is I take a deep breath and I think to myself, this is going to look really good on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, not that bad, not that bad. But, uh, 
<laughs> no, it's it's really. Um, I, I promised a friend I would tell that story. He's, he's, yeah. he's telling himself. He's like, did I spend enough time? Did I spend enough time in the tanning booth. I'm gonna look okay. This is, this. This is, I'm gonna get a ton of likes on this one. I can tell. <laughs> no, but really, it, it truly is the the mindset and just kind of knowing exactly what you want to do. And, and in competition, it, it's a vivid rehearsal. It's knowing exactly where everything's going to be. Well, work us through that, okay? Because sure. here. It, Guy signs up for IDPA. They go, you're in squad three. So he walks over there and says, hi, I'm Bob. I am Jeff. Great. Well, hey, it's uh, Jeff's turn to shoot, right? So everybody's kind of standing back there. Number one, number one, guys, make sure your magazines are loaded. <laughs> yeah. Don't, You'd be surprised. Even the greats do it. <laughs> Jack the magazines first, right? Get everything set up, ready to go. Then watch. And then so, so you're watching somebody else walk through. Or, or maybe at the beginning, what I've seen you do is at the beginning of the stage, you're like, you're walking it mm-hmm. yeah. like you're going to shoot it. Yeah, I'm basically painting a mental blueprint in my mind, and I'm shooting the stage at least 50 times in my mind before I actually do it because now it's just physical follow-through. <laughs> yeah, which is great. You can do things over and over again. I know where my reloads are going to be. I know exactly which target. And uh, yeah, so 50 times at least. So um, when that buzzer goes off, I'm just following what I've already done. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I always like to do, because I, I score really high in IDPA. I'm- <laughs> It's like it's like being a golfer with the most points, right? Yeah, there you go. I, I get the most points for the match. It's like awesome. How do you get points? By missing. Well, well there's that. I don't I don't miss very often, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I usually get the provisionals. Oh yeah, yeah, or uh, procedurals. Yeah, procedurals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I do collect procedurals pretty well, and um, <laughs> I shot this guy. Why? Because he was closest, but that guy was first. But he was closest. I know. There's a lot right? of yeah. There's slicing the pie and um, priority, and uh, they got rid of something called tactical priority, which is a shame because if there's three targets mm-hmm. and they're all equidistant to you, which one do you shoot first? Mm. Right? So what the technique was, was one, 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 two, two, two. Okay. And uh, they stopped doing that. And uh, I really feel like that kind of made it more a competition than actual tactically training. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's just, that's just a little opinion based there that I need to interject. But uh, it really was interesting because boom, 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 boom. Because in a real life, in a real life situation, what would you do? You want to hit at least one. Exactly, you you could sort of put them all down and then clean them up. I'd shoot the one that screams the most because then it would get his friend's attention off. Exactly, you want that to happen to you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's a shame. That's a groin shot. There you go. (laughs) go. If you want in the groin, let's just point the other ones. You want? When you're five, when you're five three, all the shots are groin shots. (laughs) (laughs) Default response. But I'm pump pump. <laughs> but you know, it, so in one of the tactical classes I took, that's one of the things they talked about was was a movement drill. So you know, there are bad people out there, and if bad people have armor on them, and you're dropping in center mass with a nine millimeter, okay, you're hitting them and you're disturbing them, but you're not stopping the threat, right? Correct. And so that's you know, we're laughing about shooting them in the groin, but that's that's a great shot. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot easier to hit than the head. Hip, you know, hip takes exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. Anything in that pelvic triangle is going to be below a ballistic vest. And um, okay, so let's just say that he lives. Great, he's going to be using a bag for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. maybe in a wheelchair, and and that's fine with me. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And if he bleeds out, that's on God. Yeah. So, seriously, I mean, it's Threat stopped. You have to <laughs> yeah. do that. And if somebody has a vest on, you know, they're serious. Yeah. So, a matter of fact, the um, the L.A. shootout that. Big famous one from the 90s with those machine guns and stuff. North, North, Hollywood. North Hollywood. North Hollywood, thank you. Um, guy bled out from an ankle wound. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But, you know, they can't go in there and put 
first aid on, but one guy, one guy got shot in the head, the other guy was shot in the ankle, and he bled out. And that's that's serious stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It hits a hit. Yeah, well, on bad guys. We don't like bad guys on this show. Anyway, so I don't know how I got off of that tangent. And somebody bring me back. <laughs> but, um, you know, one of the things is is you have to have the right mindset on a defensive action. And I think that using the IDPA, and we've talked about this a 100 times on this show, I think IDPA really helps somebody get that. They're drawing from concealment. You know, there's a stage. There's There's rules. It puts a little bit of pressure on you. You want to make sure you don't get as many procedurals as I do. So, you know, those those things I think all make somebody a much better shooter just by being involved in that. Couldn't agree more. Then you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, it's the Spotlight Radio Show. We're, we're losing it here. I will be back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. I know you're going to be entertained here because Jason just uh, channeled his cousin Koji. And uh, we're going to talk with Koji here a little bit here. Koji, how did you get into shooting? Well, I, I remember watching a movie, and I say, it's a shooting is so cool. <laughs> John, John Wick is a, is a John Wick. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Wick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Keanu Reeves, all right, so... Most of the time, I see a guy holding a gun in the movie, and I want to throw my shoe at the television set because it's it's all wrong, right? You yeah. see everything from here's your grip, Tea, right? Teacup, teacup on everything. You see them straight arming around a corner, muzzling each other all the yeah. time. Well, they're Hollywood actors. It's, that's okay. Yeah. What, what are you gonna, what's, what's the downside? <laughs> um, you know, and and you just watch time and time again. Um, like like I love the, the show Blue Bloods. Right, mm-hmm. I love that show. But you got uh, Walburn up there. He's a left-hander, and he's always got his gun here when he's shooting, and is looking at the camera. <laughs> right. right. Who, cares about who needs who needs sights? Who needs sight alignment? Yeah. But my understanding, now I don't know Keanu Reeves. Uh, I do know Ted because I grew up near San Dimas. So I. I t- <laughs> Alex, yeah. Bill and Ted joke. That's great. Uh, this is our our era. Yeah. Anyway, so I re- yeah I remember him as Ted, but um. My understanding is he's done a lot of training and actually trying to be good at representing the sport. Well, that guy is, first of all, Keanu, from what I understand, is super athletic. And uh, he saved the John Wick, the first movie, the production, so much money because it was like first take. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, so he trained with Taryn Butler, 
uh, turn tactical in Park. And uh, yeah, that's why his gun handling is legit. Hmm. Yeah, it's very sh- showman. It's a lot of showmanship at right. the same time. But if you see a bunch of IDPA guys in the theater, you see them jumping up and down. There's some pretty cool stuff they're doing there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I always like to shoot backwards, upside <laughs> down. That that was my always favorite stage. Of course, and and you know your your drums won't blow out if you shoot an AR in a tunnel. I mean, you'll be fine. You know, it's <laughs> right? a seven inch barrel SBR. <laughs> right, I know. Full oh, auto. Yeah, <laughs> so cool. There you go. Very cool. Uh, yeah, and and um, anyway, I like to see somebody putting the effort into that because man, it just it just sucks the other way around. I just or or you, you see a nineteen fifties uh, uh, cowboy movie. Well, if they're not doing that, yeah. they're just shot from the hip. Right, the guy's three hundred yards away, falling off the top of the church steeple. It's we like, do that competition up at Lucerne. Yeah, three hundred yard shots. <laughs> well, we go right ahead, young shoot lady. Shoot from the hip. <laughs> But but anyway, you see all those things. So it's nice to see somebody bringing some professionalism and and showing what's actually up and and available. Because when people shoot well, it's amazing to see. And you know, you see guys like Rob Lethem, Jason Mayashiro, um, all those guys in that class. Uh, man, I I just want to go back and sit in my car. Can I say something horrible? No, you already did. I, Poor I, Koji, man. <laughs> I'm speaking of Rob Latham now. I watched all his videos and had all his books and uh, beat him by nine seconds at nationals. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I love Rob. Yeah. Rob he does not guy. like me. No, I, that's not true. I, I, did not, I did not meet him. I actually avoided him once I saw the, the standings. Uh, <laughs> He's a big guy. I, he is a big uh, dude, yeah. So here's one of the things that I took away from a class we took with Rob Latham through Safariland um, was the grip. And maybe you can do this right now. You got your cameras going here. Show us a proper grip on the pistol. Okay, I'll use this one. Uh, safe direction on this wall here. When I don't like those pieces. <laughs> They're on your so, own. Um, Duck. For, for me, um, I actually do kind of a torquey motion. So I'm actually creating a little bit of pressure with my thumb here. All right. So I'm not just grabbing onto it. I'm actually sort of adding a little pressure, almost like if I were shooting strong arm only, strong hand only. Um, and then my left hand just sort of uh, fills in that gap and both thumbs pointing forward. And what I'm doing is I'm slightly torquing with my left, like torquing mm-hmm. with my right. You know, so for far off shots, the chances of really squeezing it and then pushing a shot is going to be less. Because I feel like my um, index will be very independent at that point because I have both hands sort of working at the same time. So exactly. So your, your arms are rotating from the outside in Correct. against the pistol. Now, what about your grip individually on the pistol grip? Like your right hand, is it doing anything different from your left hand? Um, it will be because um, what I do is I like to flag my thumb. Because what that does is basically gives me pressure back toward um, my, right. my index finger, mm-hmm. correct? And then same thing with my left. And um, maybe my thumb isn't as high on the left. Maybe it's a little pointing forward a little bit more, and that just seems to help. That's just maybe a quirk that I'm sort of compensating for. So with your right hand grip, mm-hmm. uh, with two hands, are these fingers doing anything different than what you do with your left hand? When it um, comes yeah. So I'm not putting as much pressure on my pinky because when that pinky tightens in, what happens? You end up sort of torquing the gun in a little bit and your sights will start to, to um, migrate to the left. So it's just even pressure, whatever that means. Um, yeah, just trying to keep the pressure even. And um, I just don't want to put a lot of uh, emphasis on that pink because that's what really, really destroys on your right it. Hand. On your so, right hand. Yeah. So would you say that your grip on your right hand is more front to back? Like uh, a straight front to back yes, pressure? Yes, absolutely. And what I like to also do with the trigger finger is I like to um, scrape it on the bottom of the trigger guard. It gives me a nice index. It's just something that helps me. You know, I'm trying to get, have all these sort of anatomical cues that I can always refer to, so that I don't, I don't have to feel sit and them. Guess. Don't have to look at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, so when your left hand comes around, 
like 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 this, right? Mm-hmm. You put your right hand on top of your left hand, <laughs> right? Like yeah, like this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I try to help the slide. Is this way. <laughs> <laughs> or not? Um, so with your left hand, then is there? Are you doing anything different with that? No. Um, again, I'm just sort of are thinking you squeezing about that side to side. No, or? I'm, I'm just I'm just pulling it straight back. Straight back. Yeah, all that so pressure. Both so, both grips are straight back. Yeah, and so again, avoiding that pinky pressure. Um, we should probably just take the pinky off. You know, <laughs> no, I need that for reloads. Yeah. <laughs> He, he was considering it. He goes, "Oh wait, wait, <laughs> yeah. that comes in." Yeah, gosh darn, I'm gonna need that. Yeah, but it's a hard one to. It's a um, again. Now you're sort of having to reprogram your body because all your hand wants to do is squeeze. Right. And the and if I squeeze too hard, then I just don't have the flexibility in my trigger finger. So this is one of the things that that Rob was showing us was he took the guy who who had not shot the most accurately in the class wasn't me, <laughs> um, and he had him focus on his grip strength, just on the grip of the gun. We're at, you know, five yards or something, but he just had the guy focus on absolute crushing the grip, pressing the gun forward. His shoulders were activated. His core was activated. He was stable, right, in the right proper position to be able to shoot. And he said, take your finger off the trigger. Just keep your focus on the sights and hold this gun, like I said. And he took a, like a three-foot cleaning rod, stuck it in the trigger guard, and from three feet away, slapped the trigger guard, or slapped the uh, cleaning rod, which fired the guy's gun. He goes, get back on site. And he did it like five or six times. And this guy shot about a half-inch group. Wow. Mm -hmm. And what he was trying to point out was you cannot shoot quickly if you're focused on trigger mechanics and trigger pulls. Okay? Mm -hmm. So if you slow, squeeze, bang. Slow, squeeze, bang. That's not shooting quick. Mm -hmm. You can shoot accurately like that, but you can't shoot quickly. And in the game of IDPA or combat shooting, it's multiple rounds down range wins the day. Right. And so he was saying that if you compensate with the, with a crushing grip, you have to jerk the trigger to shoot quickly. Mm-hmm. There's no way around shooting quickly with a nice light trigger pull. How, how you I, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Um, and it's then just finding correct. the bench. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you yeah, for me, it's finding that right balance, like just enough pressure. I have a friend who's a cellist. OK. And he told me that it's about just enough pressure to make the, the notes. The notes. And I took that to shooting and I said, oh man, so how much pressure do I have to invest into this grip in order to shoot super fast, three targets, you know, center mass, two shots each. I mean, what, what is that grip that I have to play with? And, you know, I'm lucky I have the resources to go out to the range and, and see what it feels like and, to, um, and then be able to take that to dry fire and really mimic that grip. Because a lot of times in dry fire, I know that I've, I help a lot of people with dry fire. You have to mimic that grip. If you go in dry fire and just go click, 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 and then you go to the range, whoa, man, it's it's shocking too because you did not practice that grip. You have to mimic that grip. And that I learned from Bob Vogel. He says when you pull that trigger, yep. you've got to pull it the same way you pull it every single time. That's why for me I have this dry fire mag, the original dry fire mag, which actually resets my trigger after every pull. Oh, nice. It's fantastic. So all you hear is me in the garage going click, 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 click. Yeah, it's a massive tool. I haven't seen this before. Oh, yeah, I'll put it in and show you. So this just yeah. goes in your Glock 34? Uh-huh. Yep. Where'd you exactly. get this? Um, I had seen it online and have uh, been a very, very, very loyal customer to that. Uh, I'm going to thank you for donating this to Firing Line Radio Show. That's <laughs> not for your 21. <laughs> it's only for 34. That's yeah. okay. I have a 17 and a 19. Um, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. I have not because that's the whole problem with the Glock. Right. So, I mean, you know, we used to do that Glock trick, right, where you used to put a little piece of paper or something, sort of throw it out of battery and you can go. But right. that that's just – this one I have it and actually set it three and a half pounds, which is the actual oh, weight nice. of my trigger. Yeah. 
Well, that's awesome. I had not seen that. So the other thing that's nice to get is a, is a timer, your own shot timer. Yep. If you're going to get serious about this. It's in my bag. Yeah. That's this. This is. I'm sorry, folks. But this is the best uh, best tip of the day. It didn't that come from me. Yeah. Dry fire mag. Imagine dryfiremag.com, right? Yep. Uh, original dry. The original dry fire mag. The original dry fire. That is awesome. It's got an orange kicker plate on it. Mm-hmm. So I can um, distinguish it from mine. How many? <laughs> How many clicks per magazine reload can you put in there? Is it under ten? Because this is California. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, after I shoot ten, compliant. after I shoot ten, I promise I pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I want to thank my special guest, Jason Mayashiro, Madison Jones, Madison Jones from the La- the Lucerne Valley Lions Club with their own range. Check them out. Thanks for coming out on that. And Jason, congratulations on your continued success. Thank you so much. My so Western Regional it. Galactic Champ Shogun. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank, thank you, boss. Folks, we'll see you all next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Shoot, Felipe! Shoot! When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. CCW Safe. Mop and Financial Advisors. Cutting Edge Bullets. Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino. And Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.